67. Dissatisfaction that the commodity in its abundance can no longer supply by virtue of its use value is now sought in an acknowledgement of its value qua commodity. A use of the commodity arises that is sufficient unto itself. What this means for the consumer is an outpouring of religious zeal in honor of the commodity's sovereign freedom. Waves of enthusiasm for particular products, fueled and boosted by the communications media, are propagated with lightning speed. A film sparks a fashion craze, or a magazine launches a chain of clubs that in turn spins off a line of products. The sheer fad item perfectly expresses the fact that, as the mass of commodities become more and more absurd, absurdity becomes a commodity in its own right. Keychains that are not paid for, but come as free gifts with the purchase of some luxury product, or are then traded back and forth in a sphere far removed from that of their original use, bear eloquent witness to a mystical self-abandonment to the transcendent spirit of the commodity. Someone who collects keychains that have recently been manufactured for the sole purpose of being collected might be said to be accumulating the commodity's indulgences, the glorious tokens of the commodity's imminent presence amongst the faithful. In this way, reified man proclaims his intimacy with the commodity, following in the footsteps of the old religious fetishism with its transported convulsionaries and miraculous cures, the fetishism of the commodity also achieves its moment of acute fervor. The only use still in evidence here, meanwhile, is the basic use of submission. interested in purchasing a power book. Can I start by getting your name and phone number? Yes, uh, my name is Guy. Guy? Guy. G-U-Y. Why Guy? Okay. Oh, I have the same middle name. And what's the last name, sir? Last name, Debord. D-E-B-O-R-D. Debord, okay. And what's the phone number, sir? Um, I don't have a phone number in this country. I live in Paris. Okay, no problem, sir. And now what exactly do you want to know about the power book? Yeah, so my question is that the satisfaction that the commodity, in this case the power book, in its abundance can no longer supply by virtue of its use value, is now sought in an acknowledgement... I have a hard time hearing. Sorry, I'm sorry. What did you say? I'm saying that the satisfaction that the commodity, in, in this case the power book, in its abundance can no longer supply by virtue of its use value, is now sought in an acknowledgement of its value in the capacity of a commodity. 
a use of the commodity arises that is sufficient unto itself. What this means for the consumer, which is me, is an outpouring of religious zeal in order of the commodity's sovereign freedom. Waves of enthusiasm for particular products, such as the power book, fueled and boosted by the communications media, are propagated with lightning speed. A film sparks a fashion craze, or a magazine launches a chain of clubs that in turn spins off a line of products. The sheer fad item perfectly expresses the fact that, as the mass of commodities become more and more absurd, absurdity becomes the commodity in its own right. So basically, my question is that if I buy this power book, will I be consumed by religious zeal, and will I become intimate with this commodity and submit to the spectacle? Are you gonna be? Are you gonna be what? Am I am I gonna am I gonna have an outpouring as a consumer of religious zeal in honor of the commodity? I like how you mean. Are you gonna have a better deal? No. Am I gonna am I gonna have you know like am I gonna be passionate with the computer? Is it gonna be a fad? A, a um, trust me. Um, the PowerBook was my first computer that I got on Apple when I started working here. And uh, yes, I, you're gonna fall in love with that. There is no, uh, I haven't met anybody, anybody doesn't tell you no with our book. Am I going to become intimate with it? I mean... Extremely intimate with it. Uh, you, you have a hard time getting separated from it. Um, I cannot go out anywhere without my computer. Um, I mean, even when I come at work, I need to carry my computer around at school. I mean, very attached to it because everything is on there. I trust the computer because... It is protected from viruses, from any kind of crashes or anything. So it's easily becoming your everyday companion. Like, it is there. All right. Well, thank you for all your information. You're welcome, sir. Did you want um, to decide on the purchase today, sir? No, I'm going to think about it. All right. So is there anything else that I could do for you today, sir? No, I think I'm set. All right. So in case you wanted to give me a call this week, I'm here until 6 p.m. Pacific time. Right now it's 5:59, so it's pretty much my time right now. Right, well, are, are you gonna you're gonna go home? Uh, yeah, I'm going home in a minute. Do yeah. you, do you, are you gonna sit in front of your power book? I'm sorry. Are you gonna sit in front of your power book? Of course, sir. Um, well, now I just got the MacBook Pro, which is the new version of the power book. Uh huh. So that's the one that I'm playing with right now. I see. All right. Well, maybe I'll, I should think about that one. <sighs> That one is the, the ultimate machine, but yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. 45. Automation, which is at once the most advanced sector of modern industry and the epitome of its practice, confronts the world of the commodity with a contradiction that it must somehow resolve. The same technical infrastructure that is capable of abolishing labor must at the same time preserve labor as a commodity, and indeed, as a sole generator of commodities. If automation, or for that matter any mechanisms, even less radical ones, that can increase productivity, are to be prevented from reducing socially necessary labor time to an unacceptably low level, new forms of employment have to be created. A happy solution presents itself in the growth of the tertiary, or service sector, in response to the immense strain on the supply lines of the army responsible for distributing and hyping the commodities of the moment. The coincidence is neat. On the one hand, the system is faced with the necessity of reintegrating newly redundant labor. On the other, the very factitiousness of the needs associated with the commodities on offer calls out a whole battery of reserve forces. <laughs> <laughs>